Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Zia Ma, Vice President and Director of Big Data Technologies at Intel. Welcome. Well, thank you, Allison. So, Zia, I know that you have a very large purview at Intel. Do you want to spend some time telling the audience a little bit about what your charter is and how it fits in with our larger focus on analytics and AI at Intel? Oh, sure. I manage the data analytics organization within Intel's software and services group. So my team is responsible for delivering the fully optimized analytics and big data solutions on Intel platform. We work with partners, customers, and with open source community to make sure that we give the great performance, the great security, the great scalability for our partners or for our community when using Intel platform for their analytics or data workloads. And within the Intel, we have many hardware and software partners. We work with other software partners that's working on operating system, that's working on cloud stack, that's working on runtime to make sure holistically our software stack is optimized. We also work with the Intel product teams, such as Apache Pass product teams. We work with Xeon product teams to make sure that we understand the hardware features and ensure our software stack take good advantage of those new hardware innovations. Normally, we talk about the work that your team does to drive optimizations for Xeon, but really the focus for this episode is extending that and looking at it from a data-centric perspective and looking at the upcoming Optane DC persistent memory or Apache Pass. When it comes to optimizing for an entire hardware platform, are there any unique challenges that your team needs to think through? And what are the unique opportunities in tuning applications to take advantage of persistent memory? In the last few years, as we work with the broad industry, for example, to develop analytics applications or AI applications based on big data platform. And we start recognizing that many of the learning algorithms need to iterate a computation over a large training data set and update a large number of model parameters until the model converges. So to accelerate the training performance, it is very common to cache the data set and the parameters into memory, while memory constraint has been a constant challenge. So in the last few years, we worked with many customers to work around the memory constraint. And this is where optimum persistent memory can be of a great benefit for this analytics or AI workloads, because now you have much bigger system capacity. And we all know optimum persistent memory is based on the 3D cross-point technology. It combines the speed of traditional memory with capacity and persistence of storage, it really provides unprecedented high-capacity persistence and affordability. It can extend system memory by more than 3 GB per CPU socket. That's significant. And we expect many of the issues that we previously experienced with our customers for memory constraints now can be significantly addressed by this new technology. Before we get into the optimizations that we're driving uniquely for Intel, can you just provide a background on Apache Spark and why it's such a critical area of focus for us for our data center business? Uh, sure. You know, there is this debate whether it is more important to improve AI with more data or improve AI with better algorithms. 
given that you have a reasonable algorithm, it is more important to improve AI with data, good data and more data. So the first example is ImageNet. We all know in the past few years, you know, there was a fast advancement with image analysis and computer vision. Now that advancement greatly benefited from the appearance of large public data sets like ImageNet. So in this case, a big data set like ImageNet really pushed advancement of the AI. Now another example is Google. Google is getting into the medical field, especially doing automatic diagnosis for pathological images or microscopical images or radiological images. Now, Google already has good algorithms. What they are missing, again, is good clinical data. And this is why Google spent a lot of effort negotiating with hospitals and medical centers trying to have access to their clinical data. So this explains why in the last couple of years, we are seeing tighter and tighter integration of AI and big data analytics systems. And a Spark has proven to be one most effective platform that can unify data analytics solutions and AI solutions. And it's not just because the Spark is a great in-memory data processing capability. It also provides data ingest, data storage, feature engineering, and machine learning, and deep learning capabilities. So pretty much the entire platform is very comprehensive, and it's very convenient for us to combine AI and data analytics into one pipeline. This is why we're seeing a stronger and a stronger adoption of Spark. Now, Zia, I know from talking to you that your team is incredibly passionate about driving optimization into Spark. <laughs> I think you are uncovering every silicon rock possible to find more ways of improving the performance of the Spark platform. Can you just go through some of the things that we've delivered thus far that people who are deploying Spark are already benefiting from? You know, when we deliver a new technology like the Optum Persistent Memory, we not only just deliver the hardware innovation, we also make sure we deliver the fully optimized software stack from optimized operating system to driver software, virtualization, runtime, and big data platforms like Hadoop and Spark, and then to optimized AI frameworks. So especially in this case, we optimized Spark platform, and we tested the Spark SQL using persistent memory and we can achieve more than eight times performance for decision support workloads. Intel also tested Apache Cassandra. Apache Cassandra using persistent memory can have nine times throughput and 11 times years over PCIe SSD. Another example, Alison, is SAP HANA. You know, for SAP HANA with 60B terabytes data, one server with DRAM only requires 15 minutes to restart while a server with DRAM and persistent memory can restart the server in four minutes. That's significant improvement for mean time to repair for a big system like SAP HANA. Now, what's interesting is that you're talking about benefits that improve performance, but also improve resiliency of the deployment for the customer as well with those restart times. Exactly. So when you look at an application like Spark in the open source, how does the Intel team work with the community to drive those optimizations and ensure that they get adopted upstream in the right ways that all customers can take advantage of them? Uh, we try to look at the software stack more holistically. We don't just look at the optimization at a Spark layer. We want to make sure our customers 
can take advantage of the, the hardware performance by squeezing the performance out at every single layer of the software stack. So recently, for instance, we tested and accelerated a Spark machine learning workloads using a fully optimized software stack on, in this case, it's not Optum Persistent Memory, but it's Skylake and AVX512 instruction set. And then we were able to accelerate the ALS alternating least square algorithms performance by more than 8.4 times. This is just running on the exact the same hardware just by leveraging the fully optimized software stack for Skylake and AVX512. And coming back to your question, Alison, you know, how do we work with open source? In the Linux space, Intel is a top contributor to Linux community. And then we are very active contributor to the Kubernetes community. And we are a top contributor to Spark community. So in the last few years, we have established broad and deep collaboration with the open source community to really make sure our work get merged to upstream. But also we create new initiatives like Big Deal, like Analytics Zoo, to make our analytics and AI customers to create AI applications or data analytics solution with greater ease. So we have very broad collaboration with the community. When do you think customers will start seeing solutions based on this optimized Spark arrive in the marketplace? You know, we already started many POC effort, proof of concept effort with customers. Actually, many of our customers and partners are very excited with this technology. The goal is to have this AEP and a Spark optimized AEP in production around the similar time when Apache Pass has general availability to the market. So that's what we're working towards. And it's very optimistic, and we're making great progress. Where can folks find out more about what your team and the rest of the Intel team is doing in this space? They can check out two websites, software.intel.com and slash AI, also intel.com slash analytics. And we have much more information over there. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Zia. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. The same here. Thank you so much, Allison, for having me. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.